Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Hello everybody and welcome along to IMSA Radio's continuing coverage of the 2015 season for the IMSA support categories. We're at Road America, four miles and a little bit around 525 acres of gorgeous scenery and just put a racetrack in the middle of it. Seems like a brilliant idea, it's fabulous to look at, it's even better to race on and we're going racing next and it's live here on IMSA Radio. The on-track action. All the news from the pits and paddock. This is IMSA Radio. Uh, it is the Cooper Tires prototype lights powered by Mazda. And here's how the grid, line, the grid lines up with our Greg Kramer. Greg, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you very much, John. Uh, two different categories, remember, lights one and lights two. It's just the different Mazda power plants in the back of these Elan DPO chassis that determine that in the lights one and thus overall category. Your pole sitter again this year. He's been on the pole more often than not, to be sure. And he's got runaway wins here. Out of the eight races, he's got six wins. Kenton Cook for JDC Motorsports on the pole with a 2-minute 5.363 second lap. How quick are these cars? Well, averaging around this 14 Turn four-mile track, 116 miles an hour. These are quick machines. His teammate lines up alongside on the outside of the front row in the number 20 JDC Motorsports machine. That's Matt McMurray. The third teammate lines up inside of the second row in third. Clark Topi for JDC Motorsports. Then we move to the fourth starting spot, and that will be the double zero of the always quick Robert Elan for Performance Tech Motorsports. Continuing on in the fifth spot is the number 16 of 16-year-old Austin Versteeg driving for Performance Tech Motorsports. Continuing on, fastest of the Masters drivers, and there is a Masters category. It is sixth spot is the number 34 of John Brownson for Eurosport Racing out of Breckenridge, Colorado. Another Masters competitor lines up seventh. That is the 77 of John Fall for One Motorsports. Lining up in the eighth spot, the number 17 of Anthony Downs. Nice to have him back from Minneapolis, Minnesota in his Butterfield Farms machine that he runs for Eurosport. In the 10th spot, another Masters, excuse me, in the 9th spot, another Masters driver is Michael Klemecki, who comes in the number 31 machine from Windsor, Canada for Eurosport Racing. Then in the 9th spot uh, is Klemecki. 10, 32, Gerhard Botzinger, another of our Masters competitors, doing a nice job for one motorsports. Max Hanratty, a local driver from just a little ways away here, uh, making his debut in the championship with a good lap in 11th in the number 29 machine. And that is for Extreme Speed Motorsports. And then as we complete the rundown in uh, the lights one, for the most part, the number 25 of Joel Janko will start 12th, the 28 of Don Yount, 13th, and the number 12 of Tony Bullock, 14th, with the 86 of Dave House, 15th, and the 55 
of Jerry Kraut in the 16th spot. So we're going to pause for just a minute because it's time for us to get this ninth round of the championship underway. And for that special command, we always have the most ex- uh, experienced, critical, distinguished dignitary that we can find, and that is Mr. John Hindhaugh. Drivers, start your Mazda engines. Oh, nice touch, Hindy. Like well I've, played. I've never done that before. I've always well, wanted to do it. Thank great, you very much. Great job. Great job. <laughs> so this field coming to life, it is 26 cars strong. By far and away, the biggest entry we've had in this championship um, since Sebring of last year. So people love coming to Road America. And again, so nice to have John do that command. Uh, we got down to... The 16th spot, 17th overall, is where our Lights 2 category pole sitter will start, and that is the number 62 of Todd Slusher. Todd, also one of the master's drivers in this category, running for One Motorsports. And he and Brian Alder, who's won the championship the last two years, have really had a great slugfest this year in the positive sense of the Mm -hmm. word. Just a great battle back and forth, trading wins, and... uh, Alder will start second in his Bar 1 Motorsports number 22 machine. And we're getting word the safety car dispatching, so the pace lap is underway. How good has been the battle between Brian Alder and Todd Slusher for the uh, championship lead? How about Tide at 142 each? That's pretty good. Uh, 17th is the car starting 19th in the L1 category, a master's driver, Lee Alexander, 20th. Overall, 18th in lights one is another Masters competitor to the 42, a Richard Fan, who had a problem in one of the practice sessions yesterday and didn't get the qualifying run he wanted. 21st overall, third in the lights two category, the number 46 of John Salmon, a Masters driver from Old Dominion University's engineering department race team. I love that. Starting 19th is uh, the car that will be 20 or 19th in lights one, 22nd overall, the number three of Naj Hussein. A master's driver also for Extreme Speed Motorsports. Starting 23rd overall, 4th in lights 2 is the number 30 of Ludovico Manfredi for Ansa Motorsports. Starting in the 24th spot, 5th in lights 2 is the number 7 of Max DeAngelis for Eurosport Racing. And then we have uh, 25th, 20th in lights 1, Alistair McEwen in the number 33, a master's driver. And then Stuart Reddy, who uh, actually had a better qualifying time then it posted, but he got penalized the loss of that quick time because he was involved and caused a red flag, and that's just part of the rules. So his time goes away, so he will start 21st in the lights one category. And the cars are out on their pace and pray lap, making their way now down into turn five. Thank you, Greg. So that uh, that is your great 26 cars out on the track at the moment. And they are coming round behind what is currently the pace car. If we have to see it again, it will be the safety car. Let's hope that is not the case. This is a time-certain race. 30 minutes clocked up. And Matt McMurray, if he has shown any issues in his young career, it has been at the start of his races. He just does not seem to be able to get going quickly. Uh, He was... uh, mobbed at Watkins Glen he's had issues for the rest of the season Uh, has someone slapped him around with red meat before they put him in the car today so it's Cook, McMurray, Tope, Alon, Vestig and Brownson your top three rows as they are coming back towards us now and the heart rates will be going up just a a little bit now we have to say at this stage Greg is there anybody out there who can topple 
Kenton Cook at the head of the field. He has been somewhat imperious this year. Yeah, and his uh, lap time uh, in the qualifying, I think, uh, you know, that's where he shines. When it's damp, wet conditions, he is just amazing. And he turned a lap that was nine-tenths clear of everybody. But in the practice sessions... Matt McMurray and Clark Topi were much, much closer. So if they can stay with him at the start, better still get a nose ahead of him at the start, I think we have a battle. Let's not forget, at the second of the doubleheaders at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Clark Topi won it. And that was a straight-up battle over Kenton Cook, and he just flat won it. So Kenton's amazing, but he's not invincible. And I think uh, all things being equal here, if we can get these guys to stay close at the start... We can have a pretty good race. The field heading down now into turn 12. Lights out on the pace car, so getting close to the start. And Jeremy Shaw is joining us now in the booth as well. Yes, indeed, uh, Greg. I think it's going to be an interesting race. Uh, certainly Kenton's the man to beat, but there's a whole bunch of other guys who they believe they can beat him. We will find out very shortly. Exactly right. It's about to unfold. You can hear the cars now streaming up into turn 14. And they do make these pace laps move a little bit in these cars. They're certainly capable of it. So the pace uh, vehicle should be making its way into pit lane. And we're watching the field come up. And green flag flies. We are green in racing. Round 9 of the Cooper Tires Prototype Lights Championship. Powered by Mazda. And Ken Cook way to the inside. Hugging that wall. Wants to make sure nobody goes by him. On the inside, we'll see whether or not then that has allowed him to protect as he heads down into turn one, and he does. But we got him two abreast. Looks like it may have been Robert Alon trying to drive right around the outside of Clark Topi and pick up that third spot. Good aggressive run as they exit one. Good clean start there through the first couple of corners. That's always good to see because... Uh, Often somebody tries to make a late lunge down the inside and exactly. the turn one, but all through there clearly and uh, now barreling down the hill into turn five. You know, and that actually may have been the uh, 20 of McMurray that Alon was trying to go around because suddenly we're showing Clark Topi at the back, not sure whether for some reason he didn't make the starting grid. We'll see what happens when they come by here as the leaders up through turn six, heading toward turn seven, and then down to that tricky braking zone at turn eight, Jeremy. Yeah, down the hill uh, into that corner. Is that Kenton Cook out in front? It's, we, we, we've got a sort of a, a split screen here with a whole bunch of different uh, angles, but it's difficult to, to pick out the cars. Now going around the carousel. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, the uh, uh, Paul City car of Kenton Cook, that uh, sole red livery. To note, in fact, he is a scholarship winner through Mazda, one of the Mazda Speed Development Scholarships. He, he won that through winning last year's um, Mazda MX-5 Cup Championship, very convincingly. And this year, using that scholarship prize to move on up into this Cooper Tires Prototype Lights Championship powered by Mazda. Yeah, the lead duo, Kenton Cook, and we think it's Matt McMurray, has opened up already a sizable little margin over the rest of the pack down through Canada Corner. And now the leaders up through the Billy Mitchell turn 13, heading into 14 to complete the first lap of this 30-minute timed event. And uh, that's going to uh, settle a few things here. At fine. I think Robert Alon may have dropped back just a little bit after trying that outside move in one and got shuffled back just a smidge when they come by. But it is Cook coming by over Matt McMurray. And indeed, it's Austin Versteeg second. Nope, now Topi shows up. So I think it was simply a transponder hit. So pretty interesting what's unfolding here right now. But uh, again, seeing a good run by Austin Versteeg right up the short end for the 16-year-old. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I'm quite sure what the story is uh, shared there. But it was Kenton Cook who led uh, 
very narrowly there from kind of a 10 uh, Clark Topi then uh, short gap back to the number 16 of Austin Verstiga certainly made a great first lap there by the youngster gets himself ahead of Matt McMurray so once again Matt McMurray starts from the front row of the grid and slips back at the side it's been a difficult morning for Matt because uh, it's, it's well good news and bad news he qualified really well for this race put it on the front row and then had an incident in the PC car it's, it's not easy to switch between different cars particularly in such a short space of time just within a couple of hours he's driven you know, two cars sandwiched by another one and an incident and that's got to yeah. rattle the confidence just a little bit in general too uh, so and for Robert Lon who tried that great outside move around the outside going into turn number one ended up getting shuffled back a bit as a result now slots into fifth and that lead duo they'd opened up a lead of about, almost a second and a half by the time they came around at the end of the first lap so Cook and Topi really on it immediately as we see them do, and they continue to stretch that margin now, heading into the kink. And Versteeg's in third, McMurray fourth, Alon, and then the fastest of our Masters drivers, John Falb in the 77, sits in that sixth spot right now. And in the uh, L2 category, it was uh, Brian Alder who got the jump on Todd Slusher there. They started the other way around, but number 22 of Brian Alder up into the 17th place overall, leading L2 over the pole sitter Todd Slusher in car number 62, and Ludo, Ludovico Manfredi in car number 30. He's hanging on there in third place as well. Yeah, good to see. It was great to see Ludovico get that first win, wasn't it? Uh, long overdue. He's been such a strong supporter of this category for so many years. And got a recent win. All right, Cook and Topi come by, stretching that margin again. Uh, Versteeg, Falb in that uh, line as well. Then Alon. Alon now has slipped back into the sixth spot. And Brownson has moved up into seventh. But John Falb has picked up another spot. Great opening couple of laps for him to move up into that Masters Lights 1 lead and running in fifth overall. That's impressive. It certainly is. And uh, Clark Topi there staying absolutely with Kenton Cook. Uh, the uh, almost identical lap times, who was indeed Clark Topi just a fraction quicker there. So he gives a slipstream of the race leader, Kenton Cook, separated by just half a second as they flashed across the line. And Clark Topi, he means business. Boy, does he. And those two are running almost, well, over a half a second clear of the rest of the field in terms of lap time right now. McMurray, third, Versteeg in fourth. Fall Ballon, Brownson, second in lights, one Masters, running seventh overall. Klemecki, third in lights, one Masters, eighth overall in that number 31. And then, as you said, Alder and Slusher, that battle rejoined for the lead in lights, two. DeAngelis now has moved around Ludovico Manfredi. Max has in the number seven and picked up the point in uh, the third spot, excuse me, in the Lights 2 Masters category as well. So good run for Max DeAngelis out of Bell River, Canada, down for the event here. And this is, I think, going to be interesting because clearly Coke and uh, Kenton Cook and Topi have, have broken away and mean to settle this one mano a mano. And as you said, Clark Topi now, after that great win that he had at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, I think Topi... Uh, is just brimming with confidence here and really thinks he can take it to uh, Kenton Cook. Indeed he does. Uh, you're absolutely right there. He's uh, already won two races this season, has Clark Topi, against the half dozen of Kenton Cook. But uh, it's uh, 
He's, he's driving with a lot of confidence now, both of these two guys are, and as we come fresh across the line again this time around, again, nothing to two, choose between those two. Matt McMurray pulling away now in third place, having made a poor start, and pulling well clear of uh, Austin Versteeg in fourth. Boy, and again, Topi almost, uh, well, two-tenths quicker than Kenton Cook, and he's trimmed that margin visibly closer than he has been since the start of the race here. Uh, just under half a second, the total margin, but then they have three seconds between Kenton Cook and Clark Topi back to Matt McMurray in third. Uh, as you said, he's gone now around Versteeg and is now. Uh, that last lap was a very quick one. Matt McMurray turning the uh, fastest lap of anybody on that last lap, Jeremy, a 206.791. And uh, when he got around Versteeg, it clearly knocked Versteeg off line and rhythm a bit because his lap time plummeted to a 209 that time by, no doubt affected by the pass. Absolutely right. Uh Austin just not hanging on there in the uh, fourth place to Matt McMurray. Matt McMurray has been super fast this, this uh, well, all season, really. He's driving certainly with more confidence now. And uh, it's um, the, the top three cars, though, all circulating within the same couple of hundredths of a second last time around. Very, very close to match on lap time. But it's uh, the first two already have a three-second lead over everybody else. Yeah, they've got the measure today, and Alder gets a little bit of, of a gift as now he's got Don Yount, one of our Lights 1 Masters drivers, between himself and second in the Lights 2 category, Todd Slusher. And you always like to have that little buffer. Uh, now if Alder can put his head down and open it up just a little bit, get himself a little bit of breathing room, that will be nice. But sometimes you get that Lights 1 driver splitting them, and the guy who is in that Lights 2 car in second can draft that Lights 1 car and uh, actually increases speed and uh, be right there and ready to pounce. So it's all a matter of how things work out in terms of the relative speed between those two classes. Last time around, Kenton Cook, uh, 207.2, so not quite as quick uh, as he went the previous time around here. And we cross the, come across the line again right now, and absolutely nothing to choose between those two as they flash across the line one more time. And uh, in the third place there is, is uh, Matt McMurray. Once again, it's Matt McMurray who's fractionally quicker than the other two. Yeah, indeed. And Topi fractionally quicker than Kenton Cook once again. And that margin now shrinks to under three-tenths of a second. Then McMurray, Versteeg fourth. And then John Falb, the 77, fifth fastest leading in the Masters category. Brownson, seventh, the 34, second in Masters. Klemecki, the 31, third in Masters right now. And uh, then we go down and keep an eye on it. And this time now, Don Yount got around Brian Alder. So now Alder is running with Todd Slusher, right with him at this stage, separated by about a second and a half. Oh, we got a problem off uh, to the left out of turn two. It sounds like the 31 of Michael Klemecki may have had a moment on his off the outside of turn two. And we get a full course caution as a result. Also reporting some debris down in that section of the track and that is a fast section of track you run through turn one a lot quicker than you think you can and uh, you make that commitment and you cannot see the exit and then it falls down the hill so you're unsighted for a bit and you got a car off and debris on the track little option for the stewards but to go full course caution yeah absolutely right so that's a uh, a shame that'll bring everybody uh, under the spell of the safety car 
And uh, certainly, yes, this is the guy who benefits most out of this potentially is Matt McMurray. Exactly. Uh, he was the fastest, fastest car on the track for each of the last two laps, set the fastest lap of the race at 2 minutes 05.708. That compares to the Clark Topi, a 5.8, and a Kent. Kenton Cook, our race leader, his best lap time on that last time around, a 205.9. And for McMurray now, along with that pace, you know, we're seeing, we talked about maybe that confidence a little shaken with that incident in the uh, Tudor warm-up. Now he knows he's got the speed. The crew's been radioing him. Fast lap, fast lap again. Uh, that's not a worry anymore. Now no. it's attack mode. And that's exactly what he wants to hear. A bit of encouragement there from the team. Driving for a, a different team in the uh, PC cl uh, class in the Junior United Sports Car Championship race than he is here uh, with uh, the prototype lights. But uh, still, that the encouragement is what he needs. He's doing, got his head down there now into the third place, got it back into a rhythm again, and now he can begin to uh, really focus himself on those two race leaders, Kendrick Cook and Clark Toby. He knows he's uh, every bit as quick as them. He's set the fastest lap in this race so far. Now it's a question of putting that belief into practice. Yeah, speed has never been an issue for Matt. Racecraft has a little bit on occasion, but uh, he has got the tools, no question. So it'll be fun to see. And I would yeah. think, I haven't heard, uh, you know, that. So we're getting instruction now. Driver's right through two, and I see the tilt bed now has made it out to uh, the scene where the number 31 of Klemecki is. And uh, the fact that they're bringing a tilt bed says that something is broken on the car. And if there's debris, I uh, don't know whether it was contact perhaps with another car or whether he did uh, just get into a barrier um, or something just broke and uh, left debris on the track. But uh, that means they have to load it onto the uh, flatbed. So we've got a couple more laps probably of caution here before we get this one going. 30-minute yeah. event and 18 minutes to go. He'd been in the, in the midst of a battle there with uh, John Brownson. Uh, or in between John Brownson and uh, Max Hanratty on that last, on the previous lap. But uh, I don't think as they crossed the line here, they were particularly close together. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that they were in that pitch to battle where there would have been contact between a couple of drivers. So, still Alder holding on over Slusher. DeAngelis... Uh, has moved up now into that third spot, as I mentioned, but he also is now only, there's one car splitting Max DeAngelis from Slusher. So Max is quite close now, and this caution might bring him right into this battle. And we saw some pretty good speed from Max at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, obviously a track he's pretty familiar with. And uh, we'll see what he's going to be able to do here. And Stuart Reddy is the car that has moved up now to 19th. Remember, started dead last because his qualifying got thrown out for causing a red flag. And uh, he has marched his way up uh, into the top 20 in fairly short order. So you said good speed from who at... Uh Canadian oh, from Max DeAngelis in the Max last two Dan categories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right. It was, uh, it was really good to see... Uh, the five LT, uh, L2 cars there, and here again now. So you know, they've got a good little camaraderie amongst that uh, quintet of drivers, uh, and they have a lot of fun doing this. Unfortunately, problems there for John Salmon on that uh, second lap. He brought that uh, car into the pits. That's the uh, ODU racing team, Old Dominion University. And this uh, car is run in association you know, with the engineering school at ODU. I believe John Salmon is a, uh, a professor there, so uh, he's... Uh, putting into practice what he preaches to the kids. Yeah, that's absolutely great. I mean, what a way to, to excite people about uh, getting into the sciences and into engineering and uh, giving them a real taste of it here. 
So well done on his part. And we talked about DeAngelis having good second in lights, too, in the second of the of the races, the eighth round, essentially, of the championship at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Yeah, and uh, for Michael Klemecki, out, out, out now of this race. But uh, he's really been uh, making great strides over the last few events. The last uh, two weekends, he said his best career qualifying positions for this series. Uh, last time out, he was uh, six on the grid uh, for the uh, second race at Canadian Time Motorsport Park, but uh, unfortunately uh, slipped uh, back in a race there, and, and the same again here this weekend. But uh, he's showing good turn of speed uh, in that number 31 car, Michael Klemecki, for Eurosport Racing. Good to see Eurosport back here with all slower cars this weekend. Uh, Anthony Downs uh, back in car number 17, and John Brownson, the uh, veteran who's got more starts than anybody else in this category coming into this weekend. Car number 34, that uh, red and black car, uh, is uh, his 95th start in this championship. He made his debut way back in 2007. Got three wins to his name, but uh, the last of those was a long time ago, 43 races ago for uh, John Brownson. Having said that, he's won the Masters class uh, on numerous occasions. Last won the Masters Championship in 2013. Missed several races this season, but certainly good to see, as you call it, Mr. Mr. Excitement back <laughs> in that number 34 car, Greg. Boy, he never leaves anything on the track. He drives as hard as he can, and uh, he's fast, and it's often pretty entertaining what he uh, does. He has no qualms, even with his high downforce prototypes, letting the back end hang out if he has to, and uh, makes it happen. So, uh, looks like I also saw, and I hope it was just coming into the pits, not leaving, but uh, the truck that the track provides that uh, cleans up the uh, liquid spills, oil, gear lube, that kind of thing on a track. I uh, hope that didn't come into play down in turn two. If it does, that generally extends things quite a bit. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Have not heard anything from race control at this time as to an anticipated restart window, and we're down just under 14 minutes left in this. Yeah, boy, it's gone past quickly, hasn't it? Yeah. Six laps in the books, and the first four, though, were, were green, and uh, good racing we saw, too. So we should have plenty of time to get back to green flag conditions, hopefully at the end of this lap. It's kind of good news and bad news is it's, it's a long way around here, so it's, it takes a long time for the cars to come around again, particularly exactly. under caution. But that also gives the uh, safety crews here an opportunity to... Uh, Get that, get the debris out of the way. Whatever it is that's uh, still causing this uh, uh, safety car to be out there, it gives us more chance to, to get that, get everything out of the way, and you know, we we can delay that the uh, call to go back to green, maybe as late as Canada Corner. So this has got well, a to go before they get to there. Then over the radio, they just asked the safety car to slow down by 10 miles an hour, which usually is an indication that they think if you slow close. it down, we can make this happen yes. exactly. So. Let's keep our fingers crossed, because I just have a feeling this one could get real interesting here. Uh, on this restart the way Matt McMurray um, has been showing the pace in those last couple of laps and uh, be interesting to see what Max DeAngelis can do in lights too we've got some good stuff to unfold here you're right and uh, you know it's uh, in the win category uh, win column this year Kenton Cook leads by leads Clark Topi six to two uh, and he holds a 30-point lead because Clark had, a cup, had one race where he failed to finish. Other than that, he's been uh, uh, second place uh, for the majority of races and one place in the fourth. So he's been quick all the way through. In the uh, Masters category, John Faub has won every time except for one. He leads the category again uh, this morning in the fourth place overall, in car number, uh, fifth place all in car number 77. 
Uh, and then in the L2 category, we've got that battle continuing between Todd, Todd Slusher and Brian Alder. It was Todd Slusher who had the pole yesterday, but Brian Alder who leads in car number 22. And that number 62 car, the main contender, is right behind him when we get ready to go back to green. And hoping that will be soon as time is continuing to trickle away here. Again, ninth round of the championship. And again, the way that this series unfolds, unlike a couple of the others here, is this one, the first of the races, is a 30-minute race. The second one becomes a 45-minute timed event. So that plays out a little bit differently uh, the difference is, is this race you have to start on the tires you qualified your car on. And uh, for the 45-minute race, the second of the double headers, essentially, uh, you get to go out and run a brand-new, fresh set of Cooper tires and uh, push it a little bit harder, if you'd like. So kind of monitoring race control here, hoping that we are going to hear the good word as soon as possible about being able to go back at it here. That would be good. The car's now uh, coming along Kettle Bottoms toward Canada Corner. Prepare for the restart uh, is the uh, word we get from race control. Excellent news. So we will have um, in the a little bit less than 10 minutes remaining in the race, if we can get back, if we can get back to green this time around. Going to make set up an exciting crescendo to this race. Yeah, I mean, it turns it into, I mean, 30 minutes is short enough. You turn it into a, basically, I think, about a nine-and-a-half-minute sprint. Yeah, maybe a 10-minute sprint here as the field out of turn 14. Wow, early green flag. We are racing here in the ninth round of the Cooper Tire Prototype Lights Championship, powered by Mazda once again. Up the hill we go. Kenton Cook, he's got Topi right on his six as they head down into turn one. We'll see whether there was enough that could be done here. A big job of protecting by Kenton Cook, watching for them to blend into that turn. Side by side, they go through turn one. We're going to have to see how that pans out again. We're watching on sort of a multiple split screen here, and they were side by side at the exit of one. We're not going to know for sure how that played out till about uh, station four, I think, Jeremy. Yeah, it's a very small screen here. It looked like there was only one car through there. Yeah, I, thought, so I thought, well, close. one of them's gone off, and then when it went out away from us, we could see they were, in fact, two of them absolutely side by side. And I think it was Cook was just able to hang on to it, had that inside line. Down into turn five, they go. Yeah, and the two JDC cars there all over each other, number 10 and number 20, uh, Matt McMurray uh, and uh, Clark Topi. Topi in the 10 and McMurray in the number 20 car. They were absolutely uh, together as they went through turn five and up the hill to six. Boy, you know, McMurray wants to move right now. And then there's that little bit of a gap uh, back to Austin Versteeg, and we see what kind of time he's able to put together here as the field streaming now down into turn eight. Hard on the brakes, and we've got a lot of side-by-side -side heading down yeah, into lost one of the JDC corner. cars. Oh boy! Well, it wasn't. It didn't seem to be. Uh, it seemed to be a gap there, too. Uh, like it was Robert Alon in the third place. I don't know. Maybe there's been some shuffling there on that first lap at the top of the hill, maybe six or or coming down the hurry down section. Well, down into Canada Corner. Yeah, you're absolutely no, right. Is it John Falb in third place? It looks like Falb exactly might just have made that move, and it may have been more an issue for somebody else as they head down into Canada Corner. And now the swoop up through turn 13. 
And those two cars now of Kenton Cook. And I think that's still Topi. And they've opened that little bit of a margin up again. So we'll have to see just what happened out of turn 14. Up the hill one more time as we are now just under eight minutes remaining. And it's, uh, it's Matt McMurray sitting in the second spot. And it's Topi who's dropping down the order. And, Jeremy, I have not received any word from race control as to any kind of an incident out there. Yeah. So not exactly sure what happened to Clark. No, it was, it was certainly uh, at five, six, or seven. If you're out on the racetrack, you can see this. Apologies for uh, not being able to give you the definitive answer on what happened. We don't have views all the way around the racetrack. We can see going into five, the two JDC cars, the blue and black cars were, well, overlapped. I wouldn't even say <laughs> nose to tail. As uh, one. So whether it was the contact there, whether it was up at turn six, one of those two, because by the time they got down the hill into turn eight, there was only one JDC car on the tail of Kenton Cook, still our race leader. So, uh, so that's good news for Kenton Cook, having his teammates squabbling away, and uh, it's only one of them that comes out now to, to challenge. Yeah, that's good news, but it's maybe bad news too, isn't it? Because now uh, Matt McMurray doesn't have to worry about Clark Topey, and he can just put his visor down hard and attack Kenton Cook here in these last seven and a half minutes at this stage. We'll see if that happens. Topey's still in that top five. He's not dropped out of it completely, but uh, now he's got to deal with John Falb. Great run for John, third overall leading the Lights 1 Masters class right now. And uh, good job for him. Gerhard Watzinger sits second in Lights 1 Masters, but back in 10th. Then Joel Janko. And a great drive by Richard Fant in the number 42 machine. Didn't get the qualifying run he wanted way down the order. He had a problem in one of those early practice sessions, and he has augured his way up almost into the top 10. Yeah, there must have been a couple of incidents there because so Robert Alon has dropped back in kind of a double zero, back into eighth place, having restarted uh, in the sixth position. The guy he was dicing with, John Brownson, is all the way to the back of the field in kind of a 34. Oh, boy, and heading Something down to Canada Corner, a huge plume of smoke funny place for that to happen yeah, unless it's a motor well and there's another car coming by that had some debris flapping off the side heading into canada as well so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out here as they come by cook kenton cook matt mcmurray they've stretched their margin to almost four seconds back to john falb with topi and topi's deficit to falb now down to under half a second and he turned a lap that was uh, the better part of a half second or more quicker than Falb, so he's coming back into play, but he's lost a lot of ground at this point to Cook and Matt, and Matt McMurray, assuming he can get around Falb at this point. And uh, Brian Alder, now, his good fortune, he's got Lee Alexander, who's been moving up, and Stuart Reddy has been moving up from behind him. And now Alder's got those two cars between himself and Slusher. But Ludovico Manfredi having a great restart, Jeremy, and has gone around Max DeAngelis and picked up third in the Lights 2 category, second in Lights 2 Masters. Yeah, and a couple of cars uh, bringing their way onto pit lane. Anthony Downs, unfortunately, well, let me call number 17. Uh. He'd been running in the seventh place, uh, so again... One of those other guys that was batting for sort of 6th, 7th and 8th uh, at the restart. There must have been some comings together there. And the car that had the, uh, the, uh, the smoke, I think, was car number... Th no, it wasn't car number 3. 34, maybe. Dem Brownson, who's dropped well yeah, down the order. Yeah, it wasn't Brownson either. Somebody yeah. in that little group of cars uh, right back around there, the, 
possibly Max DeAngelis. I, I don't know. It, there was one car here. Yeah, he clearly had some uh, a tire rub on the left front corner. It wasn't the engine was the the smoke was coming out of the front of the car, not to the back. So I think some sort of a, a tire rub on the left front wheel. All right, Kenton uh, Cook leads McMurray. There's a big margin now, but it's to Clark Topi who has cleared John Falb as they come out of the kink and head into Canada Corner. So now Topi though has got a big deficit to make up. Uh, there's no way unless he gets some help. I don't think Cook. Then McMurray out of 14, using up every ounce of road. Drivers left over that exit curb, tracking out completely back onto the track, and up the hill we go. And taking a look, Kenton Cook turns a 2-minute 6.125 to a 2-minute 6.4 to Matt McMurray. That means the difference uh, right now for them is an exactly a second, and then they've got four, well, almost five seconds now back to Clark Topi who even though he got around the fall, he lost some serious time in that exchange. And we get a call from race control and timing and scoring. The white flag will come out next time by. White flag next time out. Yeah, number three car uh, running uh, the tail of the field. Uh, now I should say he's got a huge banner uh, draped across the front of his car. <laughs> that was As indeed one. does Mac McMurray in the second place car. So I don't know who's uh, throwing the banners around about there, but uh, two of them are draped across two different cars. Well, I saw the, the one whistling down the straight. Yeah, that's not... That won't do the cooling system much good on either of those two cars. I would think cars. not, yeah. It's still... Uh, the number 22, Brian Alder, leads in L2. A really, really good restart there. Got himself a bit of a margin now over Todd Slusher in second place. Slusher was able to uh, uh, circulate a little bit faster last time around. He does have the fastest lap in that class, but he's got uh, uh, about uh, three or four seconds to make up over Brian Alder. That's yeah, 22 in the 62. A great battle for the last podium spot in lights, too. DeAngelis now back around Ludovico Manfredi. They've traded spots uh, the last two laps. And they were absolutely side-by-side side across <laughs> the line on that last lap, too. I uh, love it. Great racing. This is such a fun class. And on one of the greatest of venues, period. And Kenton Cook up into turn 14. Again, every ounce of road. Using more of the road than Matt McMurray. And Cook very confident in where that car is being placed on the track right now. As the white flag comes out, one more lap to go. And that margin between those two has actually gone up by another tenth. So Kenton Cook now 1.1 seconds clear of McMurray. Topi comes by. Not as quick as the two leaders, so he's losing even a little bit more ground. So maybe when he had whatever happened and dropped back, he had tried that outside pass, and maybe he dinged something up on the car. It's just not quite right right now. John Falb in the 77, still fourth, leading in lights one Masters. And then completing your top five, the 16 of 16-year-old Austin Versteeg. Second in Lights 1 Masters, Joel Janko. Third, Richard Font, who's gone around Garrett Botzinger. What a drive by Richard Font in that Ferrari of Houston race team. Uh, Ilan DPO2, great, great job for him in the 42. And Alder now, Slusher's gone around uh, and got a car. That one of the cars splitting them. He's been able to get back around him, and DeAngelis comes by. And, uh, boy, Manfredi got held up a little bit in that exchange, I think, and lost a little bit of time. Yeah, so not sure what the problem uh, would be there for Clark Topi, because yeah. he's certainly uh, slipping away 
he must have had, uh, I think, some sort of an incident along with his teammate, Matt McMurray, uh, shortly after the restart. And now he's got himself back ahead of John Falb into third place overall, but uh, losing ground to the leaders, whereas before the safety car interlude, he'd actually been closing on Kenton Cook, well, from about uh, a car let's back to about <laughs> less, than, less, than, uh, less than nothing. All right, watching for the leaders now. Kenton Cook bringing him through. Final lap. Man, Cook now has been able to open that margin up. It looks visibly now even more over Matt McMurray as he makes his final trip through turn 14. Cook on the hammer up the hill. McMurray, I think, resigned to the second place in those points at this stage. Up we go. The checker flag flies. Round nine going to Kenton Cook. His, uh, what was that going to be? Seventh win yeah. of the season. What a story for Kenton. It continues here. McMurray will finish in second and the third of the cars. Clark Topi, all of those JDC Motorsports machines going onto the podium here. What a great, great uh, story for that team as well, Jeremy. Yeah, absolutely right. It's been a tremendous performance by the entire organization. They're doing a, a good job running three cars and three contenders, too, up at the front there. So a fine effort by the entire uh, uh, team. And here comes uh, Brian uh, Alder to, with his fist in the air to take <laughs> the L2 class win. of uh, position change not last up but John Brownson towards the tail end of the field makes up a couple of positions and uh, kind of a 29 Max Hanratty he was able to move himself ahead of Austin Versteeg on, on that last lap but also just coming up to the line Robert Alon got faster than the youngster as well so Versteeg loses two positions back to seventh place on that final lap so even though it was interrupted by that, yeah. uh, that caution uh, still able to put on a mighty good show, and Ludovico Manfredi onto the podium uh, once again. Uh, Great big, story, that. Yeah, big part, Jeff. Sure. Uh, 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 Greg, just to uh, accentuate his victory there, Kenton Cook turned the fastest lap of the race on his final lap, a 205.652. So only a couple of tenths of a second shy of his pole position set this morning. So again, another dominating performance of Kenton Cook. It was Matt McMurray who put some pressure on there, but Kenton Cook not able not only able to withstand that pressure, actually pull away a little bit as well. Another fine performance by the youngster from Glendale, California. And remember, those fast laps in this race, if they were quicker than the second fastest lap in qualifying, they can help you in terms of where you line up in the starting lineup for tomorrow's race. So um, fascinating stuff, obviously, that we're watching unfold here in this ninth round of the Cooper Tire Prototype Lights Championship powered by Mazda. Again, a huge thanks to Cooper Tires for their ongoing support of this series and to Mazda for providing the power plants for both of these classes. Uh, just absolutely wonderful stuff, to be sure, Jeremy. Yeah, it really is. Uh, uh, the, uh, they put a, a huge amount into this championship, and uh, that was, a, 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 again, a, a testimony to their scholarship program that Kenton Cook is uh, part of that scholarship development. He came through the Skip Barber Racing School. Uh, he raced in the uh, Mazda MX-5 Cup. He won the Skip Barber Challenge two years ago. Last year, won the main championship in the MX-5 Cup and uh, won that scholarship prize and uh, used it to progress into this Cooper Tires Prototype Lights Championship powered by Mazda. And uh, he's uh, making full use of that scholarship by running with the JDC team. Seven victories out of nine starts this year.
So uh, you will have another race tomorrow afternoon. We're going to take a, a break and we'll be back with you very shortly on IMSA Radio. This programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.